Welcome to the New Point Community Church Podcast. This message is part of our series, Life is Complicated, We Can Help. We want to thank you for joining us, and we hope you continue to realize and reach your full potential in Jesus Christ. Hello, New Point. I want to tell each and every one of you that I love you, and I am thankful for each and every one of you. And I want to welcome all of our physical locations across Ohio, as well as those of you who are joining us online around the world. Now, New Point exists to lead people to realize and reach their full potential in Jesus Christ. And it's because of this mission that we've been teaching a series called This Is Us. This is us. And and so today what I want to do is I want us to be able to understand the church because a little over 2,000 years ago, Jesus came to earth and then he lived and he died and he rose again. And today is Palm Sunday. And it was headed towards that climax of where he was going to die on a cross for your sins and my sins. Then he was going to be resurrected. And then he was going to give birth to the church, to the church. And so we've been in this series called This Is Us. And we've been discovering more about the specific ways in which God has designed us to relate to him, to relate to others, and to his church, this incredible gift that he has given you and I. And we've been utilizing a tool called the Enneagram. And I've had lots of folks tell me how it has initiated conversations between them and other people in their lives, maybe at work, maybe at home, maybe at school. And so I want to encourage you to visit newpoint.org slash this is us. And you can get all of the past messages as well as more information on the Enneagram. But today I'm going to wrap up this series by kind of heading in another direction, okay? We've spent the last six weeks talking about who we are as individuals, as we relate to God and others. But today I want to spend some time talking about who New Point is. Who is New Point? And how do we relate to God and to others? And how New Point relates to you? Because God has given birth to a church, and he wants you and I to understand how it relates to each and every one of us. Now, when I'm talking about New Point, I can't help but feel just a sense of gratitude and thankfulness. As I look back over the last 35 years and I realize what God has done, that he's taken a handful of people, about 75, from a little community called Sugar Creek, to now we meet in six different locations, reaching thousands every weekend. And and we're seeing people come to know Jesus Christ as the forgiver of their sins and the leader of their life, and they're being baptized. Now, one could easily look back over those last 35 years and say, God, I am so glad you've given us this opportunity. I'm so glad that I've been a part of it. But here's, here's what I want you to hear. I believe with all my heart, I believe it with all my heart, that God wants to do more. I believe with all my heart that God is saying, I'm not done with New Point, that your best days are ahead of you, that the best is yet to come. You see, in ancient times, God's people would build a monument or maybe a memorial, so to speak, and and they would make it out of stones or maybe rocks or wood, and they would call it an Ebenezer. And it was a monument or a memorial on how God assisted them, 
how he protected them, how he provided for them, how he delivered them at some point in their life's journey. But here's what you need to understand about the Ebenezer. It wasn't a monument to the past. It was a monument to God's power, to God's faithfulness. It, it, was a, it wasn't a way in which you were reminded of the good old days. It was a reminder of what can happen when you trust God with all of your heart, when you believe in him to do exceedingly abundantly far beyond what you could ever imagine or hope. And so when I look at New Point and all that God has done, I see an Ebenezer, proof of what God can do. What can he do? The impossible, when you and I trust him. And so it's not a monument to the past. It's faith in what God is going to do in the future. So let's talk about New Point, this church, okay? I want you to remember, though, that our best days are ahead of us. So let's take a look at it, all right? First of all, we're one church in many locations. Many of you uh, are viewing this at one of the locations, and and New Point is not your average church because we're a multi-site church. We're one church in multiple locations. And so what happens is we've been able to leverage technology so that we can be one church in vision and in mission. And no location is greater than the others. We're all coming together. And you might say, well, why do you do it this way? Well, because we want to grow larger, but we want to be intentional in growing smaller at the same time, meaning that we want to make an impact on all of our communities, all of our counties, all of our cities. We want to be able to resource each and every one of our campuses with the ability to make the greatest impact and have the greatest influence on their specific location. And so what does that mean here at New Point? It means that we have a campus pastor, we have a campus staff at each of our locations, and each campus is equally equipped to accomplish the mission of New Point. And what is that mission? To lead people to realize and reach their full potential in Jesus Christ. And so each week, all of us as pastors, we gather together and we make sure that we're on the same page. And we talk about where God is moving and where God is leading us as a church. Now, it's not always easy. It's tough. It's challenging, okay? It's demanding. But I want you to hear this. It's effective. It's effective. And so each of our locations have a pastor who basically doesn't spend time preparing a message every week, but is freed up to be able to go into the communities and influence and impact people with the gospel of Jesus Christ, if you will, to make disciples. And why is that? Because it's all about relationships. It's all about relationships. When somebody asks me, what is New Point about? And I wanna come back, and I do, and I say it's all about relationships. You see, life is all about relationships. Relationships hold a lifelong value, and there's nothing, there's absolutely nothing more important than the relationships that you have. Nothing. In fact, the health of your relationships will largely determine the impact of how life is going to be done, and whether it's going to be one of quality or one that is frustrating and depressing. You see, listen to me. Your relationships will determine the quality of your life. And so if you want your life to count, you have to focus on it. You you have to focus on relationships because you don't have time for everything. 
I don't have time for everything. Not everything is of equal value. And that's why a person asked Jesus one time, he says, so what's the greatest commandment? What should I focus on? What is life really all about? And there were over 670 some commands. And Jesus though was very precise and he brought clarity to the man's question. Here's what he said. It's to love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, and with all of your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And then he goes on and he says this, and the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. Jesus is basically saying to him and to the crowd that was there, if you get nothing else from anything that I've said or anything that has been written, get this. Life is all about loving God with everything that you are and loving people. Jesus said that there's two things that are more valuable in life than anything, and that is loving God and loving others. Have you ever wondered why God didn't just take you to heaven when he created you? Maybe you haven't. You know, why, why does he allow you to continue to live here on earth. You know, most of us are going to probably live to maybe be 80, 90 years old. Why does he allow that to happen? Because he wants you to learn how to love him and how to love other people. You see, you're going to spend forever somewhere, either in heaven or in hell. And so what God wants is for you to spend forever with him. And God has clearly put you here on earth to learn how to love him and learn how to love people. That's for sure. That's the great commandment. And so life is not about acquisitions. It's not about achievements. It's, it's not about accomplishments, okay? That's what the world would want you and I to focus on. How much acquisitions do we have, achievements, and accomplishments? But God says, no, I want you to focus on relationships. I want you to focus on loving me and loving other people. You see, you're not gonna take your career to heaven. You're, gonna, you're not gonna take your possessions to heaven. What you're going to take is you, your character. And so you're taking your character to heaven. You're going to present it before God forever. How long you've lived here, 60 years, 70 years, 80 years, 100 years. And what happens is this. You develop your character by learning how to love God and love people. You see, life is one giant lesson in learning how to love. Matter of fact, I believe that's why God created and gifted us with marriage, because marriage is all about learning how to love people. And how do we learn to love people? By learning how to love God. And so here at New Point, we would say that it's vital for you and I to pursue three relationships, one with God, one with others, and then one with helping other people come to know God. And I want to share that with you, okay? Here's the first thing, is to connect with God. Connect with God. Now, this is about me. This is about our staff. This is about you. This is about anyone who calls New Point their home. It's a commitment that we make in pursuing a relationship with God. Pursuing a relationship with God. Not, not religion, but a relationship. You see, if there's anything above that relationship, then all the other relationships that you have will be impacted in a negative way because there's nothing more important than connecting with God. There's nothing more important than your relationship with Jesus Christ. Listen to what Jesus says. 
He says, remain in me and I will remain in you. For a branch cannot produce fruit if it is severed from the vine. And you cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. He says, yes, I am the vine, you are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit. For apart from me, you can do what? Nothing. He is saying that that if we remain in him, if we're connected with him, we will produce fruit. And we will produce fruit. We will produce things in our life that the world will stop and take notice of. Matter of fact, guess what? Your spouse will. Your kids will. Your coworkers will. It means that we live our lives in a productive way and that it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of being useful. You see, Jesus goes on to say that apart from him, we can do nothing. You see, listen, I've told my kids, I can't live, I can't love your mom the way I need to love her unless I'm connected with God, unless I'm connected with Jesus, because it's his love that flows through me. It's his love that gives me the grace and the power to be able to love her and for her to love me and for me to love you. And I'm sure for you to love me. And so the first vital relationship is to connect with God. Here's the second one. It's to connect with others. It's to connect with others. You know, you were not created to do life alone. You hear me say this over and over and over again, that it's what? It's dangerous to do life alone. Matter of fact, I believe with all my heart that you cannot grow spiritually unless you're connected relationally. And so when when talking about personalities, this is simply how God has wired you and me. One of the first things that God said was, it was not good for man to be alone. We need one another. And you might say, Dwight, 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 why is community so important to our spiritual life? because that's how God has wired us. We've seen this in the COVID, have we not? Isolation is not good, it's dangerous. It affects our mental and emotional uh, uh, spirit. And so God wants to use other people to grow you. And God wants to use you, think of this, to grow other people. It's an amazing thing that God has done. And he orchestrates it so that we're like iron sharpening iron. We become better because of the people around us. The writer of Hebrews put it this way. He says, let us consider and give attentive, continuous care to watching over one another. See, we need that. We need that. Studying how we may what? Stir up or stimulate or incite what? Love and helpful deeds and noble activities. You see, we all need that from one another. He says, not forsaking or neglecting to assemble together as believers as some are in the habit of doing or as some people do, but admonishing and warning and urging and encouraging one another and all the more faithfully as you see the day approaching. So what is the Hebrew writer saying? He's saying it is vital. It is is so important that we are constantly connecting with one another. We need the encouragement. We need to be challenged. We need to be loved. You see, I believe that there's four things that every single one of us want to be a part of, and I want to give them to you, okay? It's to know and to be known. We all want that. I want that. You want that. Look at Facebook. Look at social social media. We all desire that. We want to love and be loved. We want to serve and be served, and we want to celebrate and be celebrated. And this just doesn't happen by accident. It happens by you and I being intentional. 
with connecting with other people. It requires commitment. It requires patience. It requires time. It requires humility. It requires just good old-fashioned work. But it's one of the best uses of your time. And that is to say, you know what? I'm going to connect with people on a regular basis. You know what we would say? Life change does not happen in rows. It happens in circles. And the change that you want in your life and the change that I need in my life will only be sustained by connecting with other people on a regular basis. You see, here's what I know, okay? Believers who are connecting with other believers on a regular basis have a tendency, okay, to walk really close with God and make wise decisions. People who don't connect with other believers on a regular basis, they have a tendency to make unwise decisions. And many times, sad to say, forsake their faith. And and I can't tell you how many times I've heard people say this, and it really frightens me. They just say, hey, you know what, Dwight, I've gotten used to watching you online, and and I think it's good and it's great, and I think I'm just going to stay on the couch, or I think it's pretty cool just to stay in bed in my pajamas and to be able to watch you, and I think that's good enough. And I'm not for sure if if I'm going to come back to a quote-unquote physical location, a building. And my answer to them is this, listen to me, you need community. Whether you know it or not, you need to connect with other believers on a regular basis, okay? Now, maybe you're watching online and you would say, hey, Dwight, I just don't feel that it's safe enough right now to come back. Hey, I fully understand that. Or maybe you're watching online and you would say, hey, Dwight, you know what? There's, there's no physical location um, close by. Well, what I would encourage you, we're glad that you're watching online, but I'm telling you, it is vital important that you connect with other people. And so I want to encourage you, if you're close to one of our physical locations, that when you feel safe and you feel it's the right time, come back because you need it, okay? The church needs you and you need the church. Living in isolation, okay, is not wise. It's dangerous to do life alone. Now, what happens is if, if, if you choose not to, It'll be like you beginning an unhealthy diet, okay? You might not notice the negative effects until it's too late. And by that time, it's pretty difficult to develop a healthy diet because you've been experiencing an unhealthy diet for so long. And so connect with others. You need it for your soul. You need it for your soul. And then the third one is to connect others to God. Connect others to God. You know, this famous scripture, John 3, 16 says, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. You see, we believe that everybody spends forever somewhere. We believe that there's a heaven to gain and a hell to shun. We believe that God has made it possible for every person to know without a doubt where they will spend eternity. John tells us here that it's God's desire that every human being, every human being has the opportunity to experience eternal life. And what is eternal life? It means quantity and quality. It means that God loves you so much that he made it possible, not only for you to spend forever with him, but for you to have a quality life right here on planet Earth, that you can live life and life to the fullest. 
And so guess what? Here at New Point, we will do anything short of sin to help people come to know and realize their full potential in Jesus Christ, to experience it personally. There was a man who felt that way. His name was Paul. He wrote half of the New Testament, and here's what he writes to a church. He says, even though I am free from the demands and expectations of everyone, I have voluntarily become a servant to anyone and all. Now listen to this, in order to reach a wide range of people. Wow. He goes on to describe this wide range, religious, non-religious, meticulous, moralist, loose living, immoralist, the defeated, the demoralized, who ever. And this is us here at New Point. We desire to serve all in any way that we might be able to build a bridge that's strong enough to bear the weight of truth. You see, Paul believed this so much that he made this statement. He said, the most important thing is that I complete my mission, the work that the Lord Jesus gave me to tell people the good news about God's grace. Now notice he didn't say the most important thing in life is to get married. The most important thing in life is to make sure that I have a well-funded retirement plan or to become famous. No, he said the most important thing is that I fulfill my mission in life that God has given me. You see, if Jesus died on a cross for you so that you could fulfill your mission and you don't, that's a massive eternal waste. See, God put you here on earth for a purpose. He has a mission that only you can fulfill. Only you can fulfill. And part of that mission is to tell other people the good news of Jesus. You see, listen, you know Christ because somebody told you or somebody invited you to maybe an experience like this. And if somebody died for you, wouldn't you want to know about it? I sure would. And I'm glad that somebody told me about that. You see, this typical weekend, there'll be hundreds, if not thousands of Americans who maybe will be sitting at home watching TV, maybe with a soda, maybe with a beer, kick back, relax, totally unaware that Jesus Christ has made a way for them to know God as their father and to be forgiven of all of their sins. You see, 2 Peter 3, 9 tells us that God desires none to perish, but all to come to repentance. That means to know him. And God wants everybody in his family. And because God cares, we must care. Because God loves lost people, we must love lost people. And the way that we show our gratitude for the grace that God has given you and I is by making sure that our lives count, by living an extraordinary life of generosity, by telling other people how they can have this relationship with this God who created them and knitted them together in their mother's womb. You see, Paul says that if he doesn't connect other people to God, that he has not fulfilled his mission here on earth. And what we believe here at New Point is this, what God did in the past is greater than anything that you or your family or your friends or your coworkers have done in their past. And so New Point is a place where it's okay not to be okay. You don't have to worry. You don't have to stay that way but you don't have to worry. One of the greatest compliments I've ever received about New Point is that we're the church who will take anybody. And there's people in your life, there's people in my life, there's people 
all around us that need to hear the message, it's okay not to be okay. Because all of us have been there. This is us. And so every minute of every day, all the time, we need to be thinking of who is in our life that needs to hear that it's okay not to be okay. You've been there. I've been there. We've all been there. And New Point wants to be that place for them. Yep. You heard me right. We want to open our doors to those who are hurting, who are broken, who feel like, like there's no hope. Maybe they're at the end of the rope. And guess what? I want you to be a part of it because that's why God has created you. We say it a lot, but I believe it with all my heart. Everybody spins forever somewhere. So let me ask you a question. What are you going to do to make sure that everyone you know spins forever in the right place? See, next week is Easter. And at the bottom of your notes, we've left three blanks there for you to be able to put three people's names there that you want to spend forever with. And I want, to take, I, I want you to take a moment and ask yourself, God, who are these three people? Maybe you live with them. Maybe you work with them. Maybe you've done life with them. But they don't know. They don't know Jesus Christ as the forgiver of their sins and the leader of their life. And so I want you to make a commitment to pray for these three people, and then invite them to one of our services. You see, what, what happens is at each of all of our campuses, we have some invite cards, and I want to encourage you to pick up some today and, and just give them to your family and your friends and let them know that, hey, you know what? I want to invite you to an incredible opportunity. You see, I want everyone to know that New Point isn't playing church. We're not playing church. We are the church. We're the hope of the world, living and teaching the truth of Jesus Christ. And the Apostle Paul, who said this is his mission, he would say, I would do anything short of sin to make sure that I'm telling the good news to everybody in my life that they can spend forever with their creator. And so let me ask you this question. Will you join me in this cause? Imagine if everyone who's listening to me right now would say, you know what, Dwight? I, I, I'm, I'm going to be very intentional. I'm going to list three people's names. I'm going to pray for them. And then you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to personally invite them. And I promise you, we're going to have an incredible experience for them. They're going to hear the good news. They're going to be given an opportunity to connect with God in a very deep, personal way. And I promise you, listen, listen to me, they will be forever grateful to you because there's nothing more important that you could do for them than to give them an opportunity to know Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. I trust that you will join me in this. Will you pray with me? God, we thank you today for who you are. Wow. And we thank you for people in our life who helped us to connect with you maybe through prayers, maybe through investing in us, maybe by inviting us to a service like this. But we thank you for them. And now you've called us to do that for other people. And so I, I pray today, God, 
that everyone who hears my voice, everyone who calls New Point their home, that we would be intentional in pursuing these three vital relationships of connecting with you, connecting with others, and connecting others to God. May we realize that's why we exist. And so help us, we pray, in Jesus' name, amen. If you want to talk to someone about a decision you've made or let us know how God's moving through this series, visit newpoint.org forward slash contact. Be sure to stay connected with us throughout the week on social media, download our app, subscribe to our weekly podcasts through the App Store or Google Play, or catch us on Roku or Apple TV. Thanks for listening to today's message, and we hope you continue to realize and reach your full potential in Jesus Christ.